Frugal Poodle. Frugal Poodle. Frugal Welcome back to Petty Crimes, the only true crime comedy podcast that exclusively investigates non-crimes. We're back in the studio. Hey, Griff, what's going on? Hey, Kira. It's uh, two days before my birthday. This episode comes out on July 11th. What are your hopes and dreams for your birthday this year? Selfishly, mm-hmm. and I think my friend listens to this, so I would love to be taken to Catalina Island this summer. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. I think uh, my friend, my good friend who lives on the west side has offered to take me uh, and I hope we can make that happen because I love them and I have never been. I'd it's, love to. It's magic. You've been? Yeah. Oh, so nice. So that's what I want for my birthday. Wouldn't mind a little romance, mm. but I think Catalina Island's probably easier to do <laughs> <laughs> at this point. You know the situation's dire when it's easier to get to Catalina Island yeah, than it is to yeah, find a date. Than it is to find one single viable person in all <laughs> of Los Angeles. One good man in this town. Maybe they'll be on Catalina Island. Maybe hey. I'll fall in love with like a, a island, like an island worker. I can't. I mean, it's a pretty romantic setting. Oh, my God. It reminds me of uh, No Hard Feelings. Like mm-hmm. falling in love with some summer, summer worker, summer resident. Mm-hmm. What do you want for me for my birthday? Um... I feel like your birthday, you really love a little community moment mm. where you get together with a bunch of people. Yeah. And so I hope you have that and I hope it's blissful. Oh, thank you. I, I can cultivate that. Mm. And I guess I'll see you and I'm going to be seeing you again in a little bit. Yes. For your big day. And we're also marching very steadily, especially shout out to Time for their recognition of our little show. <laughs> so cool. It was so like just bizarre. It was so unexpected. So nice. Our dads thought it was really cool. Our dads loved it. <laughs> dads be loving Time Magazine. <laughs> but we are steadily marching towards one million streams, which means I got to bring her ass up to my farm, you and Alex. The plans are getting made, guys. Yep. And I've already cleared with my parents. They'd, they'd be very excited to host you too. Yeah. And I guess, yeah, my birthday gift to you would be, is one of my besties bringing mm. you up there and showing you around. You'd get to see my roots. And speaking of roots. <laughs> are they I, showing? <laughs> oh, okay. I'll be raiding your blueberry trees. Oh, yeah. Got it. Or yeah. bushes. Bushes, trees. Yeah. They grow on trees where we're from. <laughs> yeah, I, we'll be in full season. You'll get to learn more. You won't need Google, basically. Can't You'll wait. get to experience in person. What's new with you? Nothing. Cool. So, are you ready for a crime? I am. I'm presenting today. You have not seen this at all. Mm-mm. Just like, this is how I like it. This has been submitted by someone I know, mm-hmm. more specifically someone I work with. Oh, uh-huh. I haven't seen this in a while. Kira's got her pen and paper out. I do. Work. Speaking of work, uh, yes, this was submitted by a coworker. It happened when I was with them. He approached me with the situation, and I was like, oh, you got to write this in. Great. Because I had thoughts. The bartender had thoughts, and he had thoughts. Okay. You ready? I am. Also, I've kind of teased where I work. You know, I've incessantly mentioned that I'm a server. I work in a very particular private members only social club. I'm at a point in my time with that job where I feel comfortable talking a little bit more about it. So as I flesh out the crime, feel free to ask questions about the environment, the setting, the types of people. Hmm. I kind of want to, I want to provide a little, a little juice for the listeners. Okay. So just dig. I'll dig. I will try not to blow up anyone's spot. Oh, no, no. But I'll dig. Yeah. And I won't blow up anyone's spot. I'm one answering. So I'll, I'll censor myself, but Hmm. I don't know. It, it, it makes for a really cool, I don't know, detail. Let's go. I'll begin. Hi, Kira and Griff. Hello. I am not a listener of your show. Okay. (laughs) 
Not a great note to start on. <laughs> <laughs> I do, however, work with Griff. All right. Well, that's two strikes again. <laughs> <laughs> so when a potential petty crime occurred the other day at our place of work, he asked that I submit it to him. Mm. And so, I know how Griff is. When he asks you something, it's not really a question. <laughs> not Miranda Priestley over here. My goodness. <laughs> but you're right. <clears throat> so I'm writing this email to the both of you in an effort to discuss a moral quandary that has troubled me for the last 48 hours. Mm. I'll backtrack and say this has been submitted by Adam, my coworker. Not his name, of course. Thank you. It involves Chad. Okay. Group of diners. Uh, and I guess I was a I was a bystander. Adam, Chad, do you want me to protect your identity as well? Yes, please. Great. So in this case, Griff will be known as Grundalo. <laughs> Grundalo work. Grundalo, perfect. And this did happen literally a few days ago. Great. I'll continue. Adam, Chad, and Grundalo. <laughs> yes, it has troubled him for the last forty-eight hours. And while the incident may seem minor, or my crime may seem petty. Hours of deep thought into my domicile have caused me to wonder whether my behavior throughout the incident calls into question my character on a much deeper level. Ooh, okay. Mm -hmm. He's a journalism major. Smart cookie. Yeah, he's smart. I work as a server at an upscale, private, members-only social club. Mm. I see you, you all use the same language. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We've been trained to. Mm -hmm. Like I said, Griff works alongside of me, so hopefully he can or already has. Sorry. Do you mind taking that back just so you can say Garundalo? Oh my god. Yeah, sorry. I just gotta protect gotta protect everyone. I just want to make sure you're safe. Yeah. Like I said, Garundalo <laughs> works alongside of me. So hopefully he can or already has set the scene on what the environment is like. Speaking of setting the scene, any questions about the general scene while I have your ears and your your brains? Um what's the uniform? Currently, in our summer uniform, it is ugh, like peplum blue, very baggy pants that are strange. Um, a white button-down short-sleeve uh, linen shirt mm -hmm. with branding on it. And then a green apron that I hike up. I personally hike up to make my figure snatched. And white tennis shoes. Great. A smile. A positive attitude. Mm. Uh, that's really it. Okay. And some cheeky banter. Is that the only question you have? So far. Perfect. The two of us actually happened to be working adjacently when the incident took place. Okay. I had the busy section per usual while Grundolo acted busy in the easy section. Beautiful. <laughs> Stepsister vibes. Yeah. <laughs> Moreover, it was a fairly busy Wednesday night. My section was full and included a larger party, which at our place is considered eight people or more. Mm-hmm. A legion of two tops and a group of four gentlemen in their late 20s to early 30s, mm -hmm. which is where our story begins. Okay, two questions. Yep. Do you split tips? We, yeah, we pool tips. Great. So it doesn't mm -hmm. matter that your section was slow. No, it doesn't. Because you're taking some of Adam's hard-earned money. <laughs> yep. Rundalo <laughs> is a lazy lump. Uh-huh. And the second question? This group of younger gentlemen. 30s to 20s. To 20s to 30s, 30s? Yes. Private social club. Mm -hmm. Are people of that age typical? Yes. We don't allow children in, oh. except on weekends for brunch, hmm. so they have to leave by 5 p.m. And how it works is, if you are a member, Kira, do you want me to have you anonymous? Yes. I'll call you Bertha. <laughs> if you were anonymous, Kira, uh, <laughs> or, sorry. 
<laughs> if you were a member. He's trying to read me, but the book's upside down. Yeah. Oh, actor don't know weed. <laughs> if you were a member, you'd be able to come and go as you please. Mm. And you could invite friends. And so you would have to be present for them to be in, though. Got it. And so membership is not, aside from being a child, and I guess 21 probably plus, is not age age restrictive. So we have pretty young members at 21 or a little, a tiny bit older. And then we have fairly older members as well and everything in between. But there are definitely rules for who comes in with whom I can't start service until the member's present so I can give you water. Mm. And then I basically ignore you for a little weird until your member shows up. It is weird. And trust me, we get some, because theoretically, if you have like a top director or a top anyone, business person come in uh, and they're not a member, like I could not, I could not technically serve a drink to Oprah. Oh God. Yeah. If she asked for one. Would you though? Yeah. She's my birth mom. Right. Yeah. Keep up. (laughs) So it's him, these four guys, boom. The five of us started off strong. I got drinks and appetizers out to them in a timely manner. Mm -hmm. They had ordered an assortment of cocktails, mainly martinis. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Oh God, which is such a to-do. And some sushi that our sushi chef hand makes in-house. Okay. Do you like sushi? I do. Hmm. Why are martinis a to-do? Good question. (laughs) We've had... A crazy evolution of martinis, basically on how they're presented. So mostly we have them, we have to shake them at the table. Oh. And we have to shake them with vigor. We like, when this policy was rolled out, we weren't shaking them hard enough. And so we had a whole team meeting about like, you have to Martinis aren't cold enough. They're not cold enough and you need to kind of put on more of a show with it. So So you're not a bartender. Why are you going to shake martinis? Exactly. That's annoying. Yep. We didn't, I'm not saying that because I don't want to lose my job, but you know, shake it up by your ear with vigor and and then you pour a tiny bit into the glass that you've carried over on a tray. So mm-hmm. hopefully they've not fallen off. And then you leave the shaker with like 75% of the martini in it so that they can pour it out as they see fit. Okay. So a little bit of a to-do. Martinis are fucking nasty. Ugh. Yeah. I don't like gin and I don't like vodka. So I do want to create a pickle martini though. Pickle juice martini. Ooh, what would it be in it? Pickle juice. Okay. <laughs> The table even asked me a few personal questions, like what my name is and where I was from. When I said that I was from SF, a city known for its seafood and sushi, one of the guests, let's call him Chad, quickly Mm -hmm. took the opportunity to say, if you're from SF, then you should definitely know how bad the sushi we ordered is. Oh. This shocked me a bit because A, the sushi at our club is actually quite good, and B, I'm personally not the type of person to complain about my food to a server Unless there has been some egregious mistake made or the food is so bad that I simply cannot get myself to pay for what I ordered. Right. Because, you know, the server, he says, the server doesn't make the food. So comments like this create such an awkward interaction. Right. Like, what do you want? Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Like in. 100%. Yeah. What about with popcorn's too cold? Oh, yesterday at the movie theater, I paid 10 bucks for a popcorn and it was so cold. (laughs) Yeah. And I asked for a fresh one. Yep. And I felt like that was no big deal. Yeah. It wasn't. I mean, it made sense. It was funny that. The- it, it was. We, there was a little bit of a kerfuffle, though, because yep. they took the popcorn back. I, I knew it was cold because I took a bite. I, they took it back. I thought they were just going to throw it out because they truly have endless popcorn and popcorn costs nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm aware of that. Yep. I thought it was going in a trash can. It didn't. It somehow got handed to somebody else. And, <laughs> no. and Griff hears me. That's what was that's happening. That's what you were saying. And that's what I was. I was going, Griff, 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 what do we do? And Griff, Griff is going, it's fine. I said, I said, isolate the ask. Is that what you said? That's what I said. 
I thought you were asking. I, I didn't know what you were asking. I thought you were asking something else on top of that. Oh, I yeah. didn't realize. I was freaking out because they were giving my popcorn to somebody else. God, I did not see. I My back was turned. So, okay. I'll but trust you next time. Then I then it was already with her. I didn't know what to yeah. do. Yeah. She also, too, when you asked that, looked at you and went, okay. Yeah. Which was funny. It was, uh, it was like an okay that was, I don't know, that's an ask. It's interesting. It's quirky. I mean, warm popcorn in the movie theater. Yeah. Bad sushi at a restaurant. Damn. You'll say something. Facts, Garunvalo. <laughs> Forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless, I responded in an understanding way and reserved my judgment. We're getting to the little bit of a crime. Okay. For the next hour, I attentively serviced them. I ensured their drinks were topped off and that the table was properly set and that their main courses came out on time. Nice. Which takes, by the way, skill. Like when you're coursing out, I have very f- smart friends that work in private equity or banking or there are PhDs like operate. It takes a fair amount of operational skill to like time things out for one table, let alone like a full section. Mm. So like serving is not that easy. So just keep that in mind the next time you go to not you, Kira, but like yeah, anyone in general. It's, Anybody. It's tough. It's not as easy as it looks. I'm sure. I'm sure. Despite how busy I was, I felt as though I had solid control over my section and that all of my guests were happy across their meal, nice. their main meal. When they finished their entrees, I asked my server assistant, let's call her Kira, to clear their table, and then I delivered some dessert menus. Okay. The guys opted against desserts, so I snatched the menus from them. I brought over the bill, and then I stepped away for a minute to give them time to drop payment. I have to pause here and do a PSA. When you put your credit cards in a credit card presenter, stick the credit card just a little bit outside of the presenter so that we know that it's ready to be taken. Because when it's like hidden, you don't know. So I just wanted to do my due diligence as a server. He continues. I returned a moment later, grabbed their check, and looked down to what is... Would you say also like halfway off the edge of the table counts? Totally. Just somewhere where we can see the card is like ready to be had. Because I've had so many guests like complain that we weren't ready. We don't want to rush them out if they're still chatting and... But you know what I mean? When when you see the like leather thing is like partway off the table... Oh, is that yeah. signal to you too? Totally. Okay. Yep. I guess I need to move from where I dropped it. Just like, let me know that it's been handled and then I can like start the next step. Yeah. Because some people will just like, oh, I don't know. You know what I mean? Yep. Give us some hint. I returned a moment later, grabbed their check, looked down at what is most servers' worst nightmare, four credit cards. Oop. I smiled and headed back to the computer. What are your quick thoughts on four credit cards? Or like, at what point do you think it's too many credit cards to split? This really should be a verdict question, but. I feel like we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. I'm team one card and everybody Venmo's. Yes. And I guess I'm surprised we're at a private social club. Four boys all putting the cards down. Uh-huh. Mm. And sometimes those cards are like thick, heavy Amexes where it's like, why aren't you just doing what you said? And I get that some people don't have each other's Venmo na- numbers and names. and mm. But like, yeah. If it's a professional event. Then why are you splitting it? I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Right? Okay. Spencing it. These people are usually pretty wealthy. I don't know. So it took about five minutes to run their cards, compromising the service of almost every other table in the process. Mm. I then returned their four-way split check to their table and returned to the POS to shift focus to another table. About a minute later, I realized that I had committed a fatal mistake. (gasps) I had mistakenly run all four of their cards on a different table's check. Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah. And while I could easily refund the charge and delete the payments, explaining my mistake and then asking once again for the cards was a different cross to bear. But I had to. 
There was no workaround with this one. That sucks. Yeah. Because sometimes, I've done this before, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes you can just take what card they will put down or another tables and pay that actual tables check if it's like a comparable amount. Does that make sense? Kind of. So if like your table spends $200 and my other table spends 200 but I accidentally charged you for what is their table, it's still the same amount. So I can, when I grab their card, charge them for your table. But that probably doesn't happen very often. Not very often. And I've, I have never seen a four-way mistake <laughs> like this. And we'll talk about that a little bit more. Sucks. <laughs> Sucks. <laughs> I turned away from the POS and nervously approached the table, seeking to atone for my error. I explained the situation, how sorry I was, and I assured them that they'd be receiving an instant refund, but that I did need to run their cards again. It was immediately clear how angry all four of them were, which made me sweat. Oh, no. This is when Chad, the same one who commented about the sushi, said, so you're going to hook it up with a free dessert or something, right? I was, once again, a little shocked. But it didn't feel like I had a choice at this point, as my tip was still hanging in limbo. Yeah. I told Chad, I'll see what I can do, and I grabbed their cards again and then beelined towards a manager to rectify the situation. Minutes later, three large desserts were sent out to them, after which I dropped their cards again, having been correctly charged. Now, I could begin paying attention to my other responsibilities and carry on with my shift. But that left me thinking, who looks worse in this situation? Was this guy's annoyance and vocalization of it justified? Justified enough to demand a free dessert? Could Grundolo have helped more? <laughs> Please give me some answers. XOXO, Adam. Oof. Yeah. Again, so what had happened was he did this. He came, you know, he I didn't see this happen. I heard the aftermath. He came up to me and a bartender. Yeah. And was like, can you believe what they did? And we're like, oh my God, what happened? And he explained that he had mistakenly charged four credit cards wrongly, like in one kind of one kind of moment. Yeah. And so on our end, the bartender and I were like, uh, kind of interesting they demanded a free dessert. But mm -hmm. like, that's a lot of cards to fuck up. So he submitted and we need to work through what this is. Let's do it. Starting with this question. Was Chad guilty for commenting on the quality of the sushi? Kinda. Just sort of a rude thing to say. Yeah. So, what, like, you sh if you don't like what you're eating, you should just not say anything? N no. I just think it's better if criticism is slightly more actionable. Yeah. Like, if it's just, like, semi-subpar sushi, just don't order it again. If it's so bad or you're like, this is lukewarm and I expected it to be chill. I, well, no. Okay. Temperature yeah. popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like if it's, if it's so bad or if you're like, oh, it was so unexpectedly spicy or like it wasn't the same as last time, then like give the criticism in a way that's maybe somebody could do something with, not yeah. just like some snide zinger about like, well, you're from San Francisco. I bet you know this is shitty. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like what's he supposed to do with that? Yeah. Feel bad? I will also add, since you didn't ask, food here is fairly expensive. Ah. So, you know, these people are, have generally a lot of money, but like the dishes are kind of expensive. So, yeah. And they're very, very particular because they've gotten to where they are in life because of it, I guess. I get that if you're like, why did I just spend $60 on sushi and it was kind of bad? Yeah. Yeah. But um, but you say it's good. It's good. Most people are like, this is really good. Like they they have the means to travel all over the world. It's obviously not going to be like the sushi you get at like Nobu. Yeah. But- it's good. Great. Okay. Second question. 
Was Adam guilty for incorrectly charging four credit cards to the wrong table? No. He's Hmm. not guilty of a petty crime (laughs) for that. Okay. It was a stupid mistake. Yeah. But in terms of within our loose parameter of what makes a petty crime, I don't think that qualifies because there's nothing petty about an honest mistake. Okay. Yes. I think he, I was just, he didn't really see that that was that big of a mistake, I guess. And No, I guess I see it as a big mistake. Yeah, I mean, I just don't see it as a petty crime. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I guess so. His like reaction to it felt like just he was not, he just didn't understand why. Question three, was Chad guilty for asking for the complimentary dessert in the wake of this mistake? He's tacky. (laughs) (laughs) I sort of am like, I guess surprised that Adam didn't beat him to the punch Mm. in offering a complimentary dessert. Yeah. As he's gonna go have to have to go back and refund four credit cards, <laughs> then freshly process four credit cards. Yeah. Sounds like that's gonna take five plus minutes. Yeah. I feel like he should have led with, I've never done this before. Can I please get you started on a complimentary dessert? <laughs> yep. It's sort of weird that Chad was like, You're gonna hook it up. Yeah. But I feel like Adam should have beat him there. Yeah. Is that crazy? Am no, I crazy for that? I think that's uh what makes sometimes good service. It's like Everyone makes mistakes, and especially in a job like this where so many things are going on. It's so kind of like step by step. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You forget steps sometimes or you like make a big boo-boo. But yeah, it's like anticipate them being upset, which they were, Mm. and meet them before they can even vocalize that and like just calm them down. Yeah. Like hungry people, I guess they're full at this point, but like diners and patrons are like children because they're like reduced to being hungry. They want like all of the attention. They're picky. And so it's like at some points you just have to kind of anticipate. So I hear that. Yeah. And I hope and hope Adam's listening. He should have <laughs> he should have done that. I didn't even think of that. But Why Adam, I've got your back. You made an honest mistake. Yeah. But we do think that Chad demanding a complimentary dessert is that is he guilty or not? You said he's uh, tacky. He's guilty of a misdemeanor. It's just tacky. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it is tacky. Yeah. Chad. You're gonna hook it up with a free dessert. Shut up. Yeah. You suck. Yeah. Oh God. And it's always <sighs> whatever. Whatever. Well, I don't know this man, so he doesn't suck. Uh, I backtrack. Chad? Chad sucks. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And final question, is Garundalo guilty for not helping more in this situation? Garundalo is guilty of a lot in this life. Okay, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) But in this instance, I don't think there was much Garundalo could have done. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't suggest him. Like, I don't know why I was like, why didn't you just offer it instead of waiting for them to demand it? That never even crossed my mind. In the moment. Yeah. It's always easier in retrospect. Yeah. Which is the byline of our podcast Honestly. for sure. Okay. Interesting. You should have done this. Like. Mm. Yeah, right. <laughs> High horse. Totally. Okay. Adam, do better next time. Chad, don't be a douche. Don't be a douche and don't get the sushi. Any final questions about my place of work? Um, <laughs> I won't ask who. Okay. But what's the most unusual order or request you've ever received from an A-lister? I know this person is an A-A-lister. Okay. Mega. There is a <laughs> there is a rule where <laughs> a particular A-lister, when they ask for something, like one of them, you just have to you have to do it. You have to like go get it. If there's something they want food-wise that's not here, you have to do it. 
So they asked for something that was just very much not on the menu, but they, and you know, you try to explain that once. And then if they double down that they just would really like it because they're used to just things flying in all the time for them by flying in, just like being brought to them, yeah. you have to do it. So I once went up to a manager and was like, this person is, or one of my friends who was serving them went up to the manager and I was in the group and was like, this person needs this and we don't have it. So we, at this private members only social club, Uber eats this particular food item to the restaurant and brought it to the kitchen, put it on a plate presentationally, and then brought it out to them. Can I ask what the item was? It was some drink. That's like such a common one. If you don't have, it wasn't an alcoholic drink. We can't like right. bring in alcoholic drinks. It was some like juice. It was a freshly squeezed juice. I don't remember what type it was, but like this person, this woman really wanted it. So we had to bring it to her. Yeah. She's mega too. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. Love dealing with that energy. <laughs> but what I will say, these people are really quite great. This person is kind of a one-off. Mm. Most of these people are so nervous about like disgruntling someone or like bad PR. And so it's well, a very- disgruntle grundle <laughs> Don't disgruntle me. <laughs> no, yeah, for sure. They're on their best behavior. It's generally the people that are like Chad, that are like guests of members who like just don't aren't going to come back. They're not like members. So they're not building like rapport with us mm. that are very interesting to deal with. But this A-lister is particular. Mm. Yeah. Sponsor alert. And it is a familiar one to us. Please welcome back Cozy Earth and specifically their best-selling bamboo sheet set, which is temperature regulating, incredibly soft, perfect for the upcoming summer. And I've been sleeping in every night since they sent them to us. Me too. Will you send us more? We really like your sheets. Yes, please. They also offer a variety of luxury pillows, sheets, blankets, and much, much more. And their bedding essentials are backed by a lengthy warranty. Cozy Earth is providing an exclusive offer for our listeners today, up to 35% off site-wide when you use the code PETTY35. We love these sheets. We think you will too. Check out Cozy Earth. Thank you, Cozy Earth. It's time for our favorite segment, Criminal or Minimal. Griff, are you ready? Yes. Okay. Criminal or Minimal. Wearing a hydration backpack around the office instead of carrying a water bottle. Is your office the outdoors? <laughs> um, criminal. It's weird. Oh, <laughs> not endearing. No, <laughs> I, that's weird. Like I, I get the no. It's weird. Sorry, it's weird. Okay. <laughs> not doing that one. Oh my God, that one. I just saw that one. Criminal or minimal? Flavored whipped cream. Example: blue cheese flavored whipped cream. Ranch dressing flavored whipped cream. It's the most criminal thing I've ever heard in my life. You love ranch. I do. And oh. I love whipped cream. <laughs> Don't blend the two. But nary the two shall meet. <laughs> nary the two shall meet. Okay, fair. Criminal or minimal? Telling someone how much an item costs when they compliment it. Like, that's such a cute top. Oh, thanks. I, it was clearance at H&M. I got it for like four bucks. Oh, interesting. Oh, I do that a lot with thrifting. Because I find really quality pieces that I got for fairly cheap. And I like the kind of pride with that. So I'll be like, oh, the sweatshirt. Yeah, it's like b- beautiful. And it was only 12 bucks. Yeah. Um, but if like you're bragging about how expensive it is. I think it's more common with bragging how it was a good deal. Yeah. 
But yeah, the rare person who's like, thanks. It was, I just, I'm just watching Beverly, uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Mm. And in one of the seasons, this woman has $25,000 sunglasses. Oh. And everyone who asks about her sunglasses, she's like, oh, thanks. Can you believe $25,000? <gasps> <laughs> Criminal. <laughs> yeah. So if you're bragging about the expense of it, criminal ah. if you're like uh bragging being, about how cheap it is or just like you're proud of the deal you found because you're a say it with me frugal, frugal poodle, poodle. <laughs> <laughs> oh that could be a little criminal too. i'm gonna say criminal for both damn criminal for both okay criminal for both criminal or minimal thirst traps in a general instagram story rather than for your close friends list mm. submitted by Dion. Um, <laughs> if only you knew someone who did that. I know it's tough because I don't like when Griff does it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Be- because I'm a hater to my core. But when Michael Sarah does it, you're all about it. No, I don't know. It's when you are on the beach and you push your little shorts down. Those that's- are not my. Those are that's a speedo. I know. What do you mean pushing my little shorts <laughs> down? I'm in a speedo. <laughs> no, but when you like push the top down, it's not pushed down. That's how it rides. No, Have you? But sometimes you post these pictures and you're pushing the top down, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. You know what I'm I want saying? the like. I don't, what is that muscle? That like the V. Yeah. Yeah. And I, it's too much. It's okay. too sexy. Interesting. And I'm like, you're too. You're being too scandalous. Okay. It's the pushing of it down. I feel like. Uh, I guess I have to yeah, do what you want to do. Oh, really? After that statement led up to do what you want to do? <laughs> okay. I'm not going to say thirst traps are criminal. Yeah. Generally speaking. Yeah. Do I personally sometimes blush a little bit when Griff is pushing the top down? <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. Yes, you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like always, it's a different response from different people that follow me. I believe that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure you're getting the response that you want to get from the parties you want to be getting it from. Yeah, I think from like my queer friends, it's just, I mean, yeah, it's thirsty. I'm pushing it down. I'm like, you know, I'm being a little thoughty. But I feel like it's just like a celebration of physique that is very common in the queer male space. Mm. Can it be too much of that? Absolutely. Are standards crazy? Absolutely. But I think for so long, we weren't celebrating our sexuality and I feel very inclined to do that. So the response from... Certain friends is different than other friends. Yeah. And and it's not for me. Yeah. No, it's not. No, trust me. <laughs> I have standards. <laughs> mm. <laughs> the only the only okay. thirst trap of yours. You want to move on? No, no, not at all. I was going to say the only thirst trap of yours that I do find criminal, like actually criminal, <laughs> is the one I got on the toilet. With Tushy? Yeah. That was a joke. But you're like doing an ad for a product and they're not paying you and it's you sitting naked on the toilet. Well, yeah, because when you go into, again, it's the queer thing. Like you go into any queer male's house, <laughs> they have a tushy and it's such a funny topic of conversation mm-hmm. that I thought I'd blend what what you would call my cringe thirst traps with something a little funnier. Mm-hmm. So it didn't play for you. Um, again, I'm not writing for you. <laughs> um, but for my friends that like I've had discussions about tushies with, they're like, Oh, that's funny. Like, how is the tushy working? They kind of bypass the, like, the shock, shock of it that makes you blush. Right. And unfollow me. I, w- I, l- I want to stay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a big one. Uh, w- one quick one. I'll, I'll finish with this. Regifting a handmade gift. Just to leave the listeners with something not thirst trappy. Oh, criminal. Yeah. Agreed. What should you do with it if you don't want it? 
burn it to the ground. <laughs> Set it on fire. Till next time, stay petty. Stay petty. <laughs>